Love Ballad Friday and Swedish group Roxy had a massive hit with the Must Have Been Love. Uh, it went into the stratosphere with its inclusion into the film Pretty Woman. Uh, it's a breakup song. It touched everyone who was going through a rough patch uh, with its poetry on Love Lost. Lay a whisper on my pillow, leave the winter on the ground. I wake up lonely, this air of silence. In the bedroom and all around, it touched me now. I mean, it's not Keats. Chris Finderson, but it's not too bad, is it? Oh, it's not a bad song, and I always enjoy driving along, always within the speed limit, listening to music like that. If Concert FM doesn't have any... If Concert FM's got Debussy on, I always turn it off, I have to tell you. I mean, I love Concert FM. It's superb. It's the... Other than your brilliant program, it's the best part of RNZ. But sometimes I have to go to The Breeze or one of those... Do you? commercial channels of sure. Debussy's on and I listen to that sort of song I will uh, write an internal note uh, Chris and listen uh, to concert Band about Debussy yeah about Debussy thank you uh, now uh, Wallace whoa hold up Mawata just said something about a cup of water in the microwave this does deserve greater exposure <laughs> don't we have kettles for that Mawata I mean, sure. I'd always found the microwave was quicker. But also, I want to argue in favour of the microwave. If I don't have a microwave, what am I doing with my wheat bag? Yeah, fair point. That's a good point. Yeah, it is a very good point. Um, But I think that uh, the wonderful panel family will have views whether or not the kettle is better than the microwave if you want to heat a cup of water. Uh, the panel, RNZ National, um, I'm amazed at the response regarding microwaves too. I called in to see mum and found her standing outside having just, a, just put in a batch of muffins into her new microwave. She was terrified it would explode. Uh, love your company this Friday afternoon. Now, pulling a blanket over yourself, filling up the hottie because you can't afford heating in the day. Struggling pensioners not heating homes to save power or going days without electricity, the issue highlighted in a Rotorua Daily Post article. Earlier this week, we looked at research into how electricity retailers treat their customers, found consumers remained, quoting, vulnerable to the whims of power providers, and that consumers had little knowledge or trust in consumer care guidelines. Getting help from contact centres? Tough. Bay Financial Mentors Manager is Shirley McComb. Shirley joins us. Kia ora, Shirley. Kia ora, how are you? Very, very good. Nothing strikes the heart to see that image in your mind of uh, a pensioner who is very, very cold. You're in the day. You can't afford to put the, put the power on, so you put a blanket over yourself. What are you seeing? I think power has always been a significant expense for people, but now, of course, we're seeing additional pressure from accommodation costs and petrol costs and food costs so um, the dollars that they have available are getting further stretched and I guess power is one of those things that um, the people see maybe they can go without or they can reduce by staying in bed or putting extra layers of clothing on and things but for a lot of the well for a number of the um, clients that we work with they don't even have power their home so it's not about um, a, a, a choice to well, you know, not turn the heater on or not turn the aircon on, there isn't any power available to them How so? Well um, I guess there's a lot of, well there's probably three key reasons um, 
One is that if somebody has had has a particularly poor credit score, uh, particularly if they have defaulted with uh, utility providers soon, uh, you know, on, on previously, it may be that they can't find anyone to provide power to them. Um, they there are prepaid providers, but they don't necessarily cover every area, and it still requires you to top it up. So you might not be able to afford to do that. Um, or there are some very good providers now that are really working with vulnerable people, but they may not provide in that area. Um, the other thing that we're seeing a lot of, and I guess this is uh, pressure from the housing um, problems that we're seeing, is people living in caravans, people living in garages, uh, people going home to their whenua because that's the only way they can see that they can manage and maybe living in vehicle uh, in, in their cars or living in um, accommodation that isn't connected maybe not consented uh, just to try and deal with the housing crisis so it's goodness. problem on top of problem goodness uh, now uh, I'll come to our panelists uh very, very soon. And look, if you are in the situation, get in touch with me. Text me if you can, 2101. You can email me as well, the panel at rnz.co.nz. Do you find yourself in this situation? Um, but what about the winter energy payment? Not insignificant. Surely that'll help? Oh, I think, yes, it does help. Um, get swallowed up pretty quickly. Uh, and again, you've got to have power to be able to use that. I mean, for some of our clients, we right. use it to buy warmer clothes and things like that. And certainly everything like that helps. Um, but it's it's a little bit like everything else. When your dollars are stretched so thin, people often pay whatever is the most urgent need and then get to the other bills and have nothing left. Okay. Uh, so it, it certainly helps. Uh, right. Yeah. Stay there, Shirley. Chris Van Listen. Oh, you, you hear those stories and it's incredibly sad. The fact of the matter is we've got a cost of living crisis in this country. Mm. It's manifesting itself in various ways and it's very troubling. I mean, we mm. burnt inflation out of the system over a number of years and the monster is back and uh, mm. it's not going to go away very easily and, and it's just repeating itself. Or You can see the corrosive effects of inflation in so many ways and so I but but the suffering of some people um, th- that have been described uh, is really just quite tragic Stay there Shirley Mawata I mean yeah I certainly grew up being told to put a jumper on uh, and uh, laundry on a hot wash sheer luxury, cold wash is only for us um, but you know, one in eight adults in New Zealand are asthmatic. Uh, so, you know, staying in bed, having a hot water bottle, that's not going to heat up the air that you're breathing into your lungs. So uh-huh. there's only so much of that that you can do without it. Actually, you, uh-huh. you, you may be... Excuse me, my asthma seems to be playing up slightly. Um, <laughs> you know, damaging your health slightly. Uh, and it's, it's awful to think that that's the choice that some people are having to make. Um, but, yeah, it does seem like a multi-pronged problem. There's, there's the state of the housing stock. Um, healthy homes is fine, but, you know, if it's an older house, it doesn't have to be double-glazed, it doesn't have to have insulation. Um, and, you know, and if you're in a caravan, well, yeah. So it, it's, it's, you know, I can see how the, the pointy part is 
the price of electricity and paying for that. But as you say, it's a much broader problem with oh. different aspects to it. Do you want to you respond re- to both? Oh, keep going, Chris. Oh, no, it was just more utter raised a very good point about insulation. I always remember talking to a Canadian lady in Ottawa in the Ministry of Indian Affairs, and she spent a year in Wellington. She said it was the coldest year of her life because of <laughs> lack of insulation. Really? And when National yeah. came in in 2008, Jerry was Minister of Energy, and we put a lot of effort into insulation. And I just, you don't hear much about insulation programs now, and I know that there are a lot of older houses and so on, and double glazing's not. Uh, regarded as uh, compulsory but what does happen with insulation because I would have thought that that was sort of a no-brainer. Shirley you want to respond to both? Um, Yeah I have to say you're entirely right about um, the standard of housing in New Zealand I remember talking to to a friend that lived in Canada as well and you just wore everyday clothes you put a coat on when Mm. you went out because when you were indoors the homes were were built you know for the cold and so Um, you stayed warm and uh, I remember when my daughter was down in Dunedin she used to say that she was warmer outside than she was inside her house so Mm. yeah you're right when you say it's a a multi-pronged problem and it's um, the fact that our houses aren't insulated the fact that a lot of people don't have curtains that help to keep um, you know that insulate the windows good quality curtains um, that they're leaking and things and there has been I'm not sure if there is still available at the moment but there have been programs to help people to insulate their homes and I know there is there are plans for more Mm. Um, and there are and there you can apply to get assistance with heat pumps and things and you can have someone actually come into your home and go around and and we do a little bit of that with clients when we see them really struggling Um, you know social service work at its best when we all work together and so we will go to uh, people like St Vinnie's and, and see if they've got curtains that will help people to insulate right. the house we might go to um, Fano Order to see if there's assistance to um, address a bill we might go to um, one of the other providers that will come in and actually assess what other things can be done in the house and we this year we've been giving away things like the good old draft stoppers you know the snakes you stick along oh, okay yeah um, Back to insulation, eh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember putting them out because we bought a whole lot to give to clients. And I thought, gosh, I hope these all go. And I went back and did a few things in my office, came out, and half of them had already left the building. So, you know, things like that are really helpful and thermals to actually give people layers underneath. But um, Mars is quite right. When the air is cold, that doesn't help. Mm. And when we've got kids with with, um, croup and asthma and Mm. other respiratory illnesses, um, you know, they, they uh, their health statistics are going to be worse, worse because of the, the standard of the housing and the lack of of uh, affordable power to try and warm them. Shirley, delight having you on the panel. Uh, hope to talk to you again for now, Kia ora. Uh, that's uh, Bay Financial Mentors Manager Shirley McComb. Uh, it's 14 away from five. Uh, wonderful having uh, you coming across the motor this afternoon and a, b- a big response to all. Uh, I guess the microwave cooking would have to be the uh, topic. Although Pauline does say, Wallace, could you ask your distinguished panellist to use his influence with Concert FM to ban Delius while he's at it? Well, it's in your hands, Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> you said you'd get rid of Debussy, get rid of Delius as well. I'll have a go, see what um, Paul has to say anyway. Um, stop dissing the microwave, you young things. Uh, they were much less sophisticated and one did need 
not know how to drive one. I'd be fascinated to take you out to drive my Model T car. Times change, folks, as does our knowledge in different ages. You guessed it. I'm a 1946 model, says Kate uh, in Christchurch. Uh, the panel are NZ National, Moat Tamara and Chris Finlayson with me today. It's been a week of it on the panel regarding invasive species. We had a listener on who loves his banana passion fruit. Another listener in the garden at the time swore with rage, she said, uh, about that. And the listener sent in some fresh smoked lake taupo trout. It was delicious, very buttery, but uh, some see it as a harmful invader. Well, it's biosecurity week beginning tomorrow. If the land is well, in the sea as well, the people will thrive. That's the theme. And the network and training event uh, will be held at Waitangi. With oh, let's highlight this. With us is Jono Underwood, Biosecurity Institute President. Kia ora, Jono. Kia ora, Wallace. How are you? Good. An appropriate location, isn't it, I guess, because the Bay of Islands are presently battling this uh, new invasive seaweed species, the uh, Kolurpa. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but that's really hit the headlines. Yes, yeah, certainly has. Yeah, so our, obviously our institute um, training event this year being held at Waitangi. Um, yeah, it's quite apt, given uh, what they're dealing with up there. What are some of the hot topics starting tomorrow? Uh, what I can see is um, what's been gaining traction is the golden clam, also wallaby containment. There are two issues. Absolutely, yes. So the, the list is quite long, um, which is a little bit unfortunate, but we're a lot of the time dealing with a, a long history of invasive species issues, um, unfortunately, in this country. But, yeah, you named a couple that are top of the top of the list at the moment with the situation with Golden Clam and the Waikato River, the Kalurpa, obviously, in terms of um, the marine environment. And then, yeah, some of, the, some of the ones that have been around a little bit longer, like wallabies and, and wilding conifers and even... Some other weeds, alligator weed, you know, the the list does no. go on. Yeah, Chris, so, Chris Vinson. Yeah. yeah, I'm really interested in this wallaby thing because um, I'm in Rotorua quite a lot and it's a problem around Tarawera and so on. But I saw something the other day um, about wallabies being found down towards Wanganui and that's really very troubling. And I think that um, there are... And I was very interested in the comment about the passion fruit weed or banana weed, whatever the hell it's called. Banana passion fruit. Yeah, because it smells so nice, but it's a dreadful weed. So, um, no, I, I think the, the press release from Biosecurity New Zealand was very, very good, and it just emphasises the self-evident point that, you know, if the land's not well, we're not well. I think the banana passion fruit gained traction, John, because here you have something that might well be quite delicious, and you can break it open. You have we all have memories of it, but actually, um, it's quite the pest. Oh, absolutely, yeah. There's some pockets around the country. Even um, I'm, I'm here in Marlborough in terms of my day job, and yeah, we certainly have issues with that in the in the Marlborough Sounds. Um, you see it as you head south to Christchurch on the side of the road, and you kind of may link two and two together with something flying out the window um, of a vehicle. But yeah, it's it's a situation we deal with, and even the wallabies. You know, there's certainly those who think that is how dare we chase these cute, fluffy little animals. So. It's a bit of a um, conundrum sometimes with some of these invasive species, given that they either taste nice or they, they look nice, cute and fluffy. But at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of our uh, members across the country working in this sector 
um, you know, they, they aren't um, they aren't evil at heart, destroying these fluffy things. Um, they are certainly trying to keep that land well and, and keep that sea well, so that um, yeah, many generations can um, come in can um, enjoy it. Moata. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I'm I had no idea that wallabies were a problem. So I was like, wallaby containment? What are the wallabies up to? Um, oh, they're shocking around Rotorua. Yeah, they're just, they're causing havoc. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think there's probably, I mean, it's probably just as well that, you know, you've got you, next week to raise some awareness because people like me are just sort of like, I didn't know there was a wallaby problem. Mm. There, um, you go. there you I'm, go. My yeah. personal gripe is acapanthus. It's everywhere. Absolutely. Don't know if you have any thoughts about that. But Moata, yeah, you, yeah, but Moata you should proceed on the basis that anything that comes from Australia is going to be noxious. I mean, I think that's a safe bet, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Sorry to yeah, my look, Australian farmer. Yeah. Jono, final thoughts? That's, that's all right. Yeah, look, so a lot of those pest plant ones, yeah, absolutely. They have a history of being hardy, agapanthas, or look beautiful and pretty in those in those gardens as the country was getting established. Um, but, yeah, we, we know better now, hopefully. So, yep. you know, there's a lot of people working hard. Very good, John O'Kiora. Thanks for that. Someone says here, uh, Kiora Wallace, New Zealand is overrun with invasive species. We could have a moratorium on importing plants and animals that are not suited to this country. And that's just, um, there's a reminder, isn't there? There was a bit of a wake up call when Simon Upton, Parliamentary Commissioner for the Environment, uh, released uh, the Managing Weeds report. Uh, we have 25,000 exotics that have made themselves home here. So, yeah, interesting subject. Finally, on the program with uh, Chris Finlayson and Moata Tamaira, we all need just a little bit of fun in our life. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Well, you know, no doubt it's been hyped up, but does Greta Gerwig's new film live up to the hype? It came out in New Zealand last night and has been selling out cinemas across the country. It's big news in the world. We talked about not Barbie yesterday, Sarah Sparks. She said she preferred the brunette Cindy doll. But with us now is a massive, massive Barbie fan, RNZ Sally Ward, to talk about a Kyoto Sally. Kyoto panel. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Does I... it live up to the hive? It was like Christmas. It was just like Christmas. And just like Christmas, when I was there and I unwrapped it, there was a little bit of disappointment. Yes. How so? There were parts that were absolutely amazing. I cried a few times. I had tears in my eyes uh, with some of the the touches that I could see I guess one of my favourite filmmakers, Greta Gerwig, yeah. uh, come through. But then there were parts where my heart sank, and I was I was cringing in the cinema uh, because I just thought I don't really want to hear the word patriarchy in this fun pink movie. Um, and of course, Barbie has a lot to say about patriarchy, but it's I want to enjoy it. I want to suspend my disbelief, and I want to be able to draw my own conclusions on how I feel about Barbie Got and it. not be spoon-fed. Well, Moata, you said uh, to us earlier, I am here for this. Let's bring you in. 
I am going to see this tomorrow with my best friend and her 14-year-old daughter. So I'm really interested to see how different generations might react to it. Um, I myself um, was also a fan of the Cindy. I had a Cindy because Barbie was sort of like, you know, the top level um, teenage model doll that you could get. And so we couldn't afford the Barbie, so I had the Cindy. Um, and she had more of an auburn hair rather than brunette, in my memory. Um, and also, that uh, my memory is that her face was very drawable. Because um, it was the 80s, and like blue biro eyeliner, I felt, felt like it was a really strong look. And I still stand behind that decision. I think that she pulled it off. Um, <laughs> but I did get a Barbie later on. I did, in uh, 1985, I got Tropical Barbie. Got oh, Tropical Barbies. Um, look, uh, we'll come back to you, Moana, uh, and, and Sally, but uh, we, we can't leave Chris Finlayson out of this. Chris, be it Barbie <laughs> or not, was there ever a doll in your life? No, I had a teddy bear. And look, I've done my very best throughout this program this afternoon to be try not to be snide, try not to be sarcastic, try to be emollient, and then you get me to comment on this rubbish. I mean, goodness gracious. Chris. You do try my patience, Wallace. Chris. Sally. Please don't rain on our parade. It's so not often that we get a chance to dress up all in pink, go to the cinema with our oh, friends. Oh, you do it if you like, but just bubbles. don't involve me. Oh, but you'd be a bit of a Ken. No, I'm just a poor old teddy bear lover. You could be an Alan. Whenever I stay at the George Hotel, which is not often because it's so damned expensive, I always get a teddy bear. Yeah, I think I'm with you, Chris, you know, because I used to, Sally, I grew up with a teddy bear and Chris Finneson and I are waiting for that, maybe that Paddington Bear film to come out, which we'll go together too. You don't. But back to Barbie... Um, yeah, let's bring it back to Barbie. I yeah, mean, I'm Martha. sorry, guys, this isn't about you. You stop censoring <laughs> yourself in this. You know what feels like that, Moata? I'm really glad you said that because I do think men do like to centre themselves sometimes um, in a bit of pink fun. Uh, and I grew up with Barbie, and it is a lot of fun. And Barbie was one of the first dolls that wasn't a baby doll and was actually right. an adult doll. Yeah. So instead of being raised to... Nurture. This is a bit of Barbie PR that I haven't been paid for. Um, but I hadn't really thought about that until the film. And it was nice to actually think about, oh, yeah, this was actually fun. And you could dress up rather than push around a pram. Do you think it'll inspire... I, I guess my final question is, is Barbie still relevant in 2023? Yes, I think so. The... Uh, I think we just need some fun and distraction. Yeah. And I think you just can't fight it. Well, look, um, I, you know, Barbie has had uh, an interesting history. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, you know, some of the stuff that she hasn't done, like saying that maths is hard, um, and that talking version of the Barbie doll that they had. Uh, yeah. But, you know, uh, she's got to change with the times. Good on and you all. Very, very good. Our boys had... Action Man says someone, you've been wonderful. Sally Kiura to you, Chris Finlayson, Moata Tamaira, pleasure having you on the panel. A big thanks to Ayana, our producer, Lisa Owen, and Checkpoint next.